this is what I wanted to point out. Where's Magic Johnson? He was destroyed in the MVP race, right? Larry Bird was fourth in MVP voting. Also, Magic Johnson not even listed. Okay. Fucking crazy. So he was, it was a landslide. So you can either chalk it up to two things. You can either chalk it up to... Kareem was the GOAT at that time, so, I mean... You could chalk it up to like, Kareem was still racist, right? But Kareem, didn't Kareem? Nah, I, you, got three black, you got three black dudes in the top, uh, the, the top three is... And one three black dude. rookie ahead of all... Look at all these other Celtics in here, too. You got Tiny Archibald. Uh, I thought I saw... Oh, I saw Dennis Johnson, but he's not on the Celtics yet. It's on Seattle. Yeah. But um, there's a lot of Larry Bird's – so what were the – what are the numbers? Right here. <clears throat> I mean, my bad. I can't, I can't really touch it. But um, the, the 21, the 28 – it was it was. They were the there. Comparison. Yeah, you were right there. They were, they were there, right? dude. Yeah, if you, right there. Right you there, see the, Where it says rookie oh, of the year. Yep. I just saw the votes. Oh, sick. Magic shot more efficient too. Pretty much shot similar in free throws. You know he wasn't shoot. You know he wasn't though, because he was only shooting. But he got three points less though doing it. Like that's what I'm saying. Like and then you got seven. You got you got two extra assists a game. Almost three extra assists a game. That that's what I'm saying. Like you. I mean, I could see how it's e- because it's easier. You know, like you you're playing with the greatest player of all time at that time. So yeah. it's like. Kyrie playing with LeBron, it's you're gonna it's gonna be easier for you to to get yours because you have the greatest player, on, on, you know, at that time. Yes, I'm going that makes sense. Seven. I want to see their records too for Larry and Magic. So Lakers were number one in the West. Wow, this is crazy. What the? No, that's not that's not the right season. Is I think you got seventy nine eighty right here, bro. He he get, he got the Celtics sixty one wins. Yeah. Bro, but Magic had sixty-one. Kareem, yeah, but he had Kareem. I don't care about that. Sixty-one, pretty much on your own. Dude, Larry had that team. players on his team. Yeah, so show me that team because I'm like, <laughs> you never. You know, know it, this was the this was his team that rookie year. Did yeah. he have Mikael at that point? No. He had McHale. Yeah, he. Uh, that's what I'm saying. He didn't have. He had Tiny Archibald. He had still had Dave Cowens, who was an MVP of the league. He had an older Pete Maravich. Let's go to the stats. You got to see the stats. Okay. So, Larry Bird leading the team in scoring, obviously, right? Leading the team in scoring. Cedric Maxwell. This guy would win the finals MVP the following year. We're going to talk about that mm-hmm. in a minute. Yeah. Um, we got Cowens getting 14 <clears throat> and 8 rebounds. But yeah, Larry Bird. Yeah, he was a good, really good rebounder. So who would you pick? Career. Who would you pick? Uh, I'm taking at that point. Pick? I'm. I would, I'd probably say Larry too. But I think I'm saying the reason. I think if Magic was in a different team, it would have been. It would have been different. I think it would have been closer. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if he would, like let's say he would have been. Uh, and we don't have to do this comparison, but if if. If you would have put him on any other team that was like a mid-level team or something like that, and he would have, you know, went off and then did a similar thing to Larry, I think it would have been a he would have had more higher stats and 
he would have probably he probably, he probably it would have been more of a fight. But I feel I could see why he wouldn't win Rookie of the Year versus like Larry because Larry was clearly the best player on his team, and Magic wasn't. There was always Kareem, and Kareem won MVP. This was Kareem's last MVP. I'm pretty sure this year. Yeah, <laughs> pretty sure. Fucking, but. He wouldn't do – they would only – they would, if you can see right here, they would lose to Philly in five games this rookie year, Larry's rookie so year. It was a ups, so it was an upset then, right? I mean – Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. That, that's the Western Conference Finals. So. This is the Eastern the, – yeah. Eastern Conference – yeah, Eastern Conference Finals. My, my bad. I thought that was the first round. For some no, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. And once again, Larry Bird in the series – Let's see. In this last series, Larry Bird, 22 points, 13 rebounds, three assists, two steals, and a block and a half. Shot 44%. Yeah. I mean, looks like there's a couple of other people doing shit on his team. Got five players in double figures. How'd Dr. J do in this series? Dr. J, 25, 8, and 5, two steals and a block. Wow. So he could – They that was just a total – they were just fucking each other up the whole series. Yeah. God damn. But so, – But – uh, 15 rebound, 22 and 13. This is before, pretty... this is before he, they had Moses Malone on this team. Wow. My man was <laughs> – my man was pretty much like a – like not a little white – well, a medium-sized white boy, and he was at, he, he was looking like Dwight Howard out there. <laughs> <laughs> 22 and 13 like that's 22 and 14 that was that was a Dwight Howard that was Dwight Howard's MVP year yeah that's crazy that, that is super crazy Larry Bird 27 points 14 rebounds 3 assists 2 steals 1 block right there shot almost 50% 66% from 3 I don't know how many 3's he was taking he took he didn't, he didn't he took 6, six. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, because that was something that I wrote down, and I was like, and I wanted to bring that up that he only took six and made four. He fucking took six. Yeah, this is crazy. Here's the how good of a shooter is Larry Bird actually? When you think about it, bro, he ha- if you shoot an almost fifty percent, and a majority of your shots are probably in the mid range. But he's not yeah. stepping back as far as people say he was. Like. His re- I feel like his. But you still got to hit it from everywhere, and he's hitting it from everywhere efficiently. That's the whole thing. Is that he's not really an inefficient sh- shooter, like compared to, men- like, like we can't compare him to Steph because Steph and in- in- isn't a jump. Sh- like this is all about the three point shot, but well, he t- so it's a different era. But okay, so they he shot less than one three a game. Okay, so Steph. I think, I think if, if you're saying I think if Steph shot a game where he didn't take any threes, I think we'd wonder whether he was paid to not do that. Like I don't think, like that would that's just not that's not Larry's fault. He grew. He pretty much he he was in an era where the three point line was just pretty much invented. What, what I'm really saying is, it. I think he gets too much credit for when people say, "Oh, he could play now for being such an elite shooter." Are we really positive of that? Like, I think he was really good from the mid range, but the guys, you gotta say, wait, time out. So he was shooting pretty efficiently from the three point shot that he barely shot. 
So when you're working on it now, it's gonna you're gonna be even better. You're easily gonna be even better because he was an this efficient was the shooter, only time and it's not had- something he was really working on. You're bringing up the three point contest, Lindsay, without speaking. Yeah, talk your shit, Lynn. That's what I'm talking about. Omnipotent, man. <laughs> what is that highlighted? What is that highlighted? He won the first three mm-hmm. all-star three-point <laughs> shooting contests. Yeah, when no his, one's With his jacket on. When now, no with one's his jacket him. on, though. It don't matter. With his jacket I'm sorry. On. I'm sorry. What'd you say? He, he can't shoot threes? Are no we sure he's he guarding him? He really I'm confused. And how many, how many points I let, did he hit every single one? Um, on his last one, he Does finished with the red, white, like, blue money ball. Like, they don't hit everyone. Yeah, they don't hit every single one. Clay Thompson has definitely hit more than Larry Bird hit. Oh come on! I'm just saying. I'm Their just whole saying. life is Listen, literally the guy Thompson and Steph Curry were just like I'm yeah. Shooting yeah the their whole life was shooting. Larry Bird was like I'm walling on you, laying it up. He never worked on his three point shot in his career once. Okay, Except but he still won three three-point shooting contests. I say that's a pretty good three-point shooter. Then, yeah. How, how many? How many has Steph won? How many has Clay won? Steph hit four hundred threes in the season. Four hundred. Larry hit four hundred in his career. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Larry hit four hundred threes in one season. We gotta look this up now. Not, this is insane. Larry hasn't made one hundred threes in one season. I don't think. Three-pointers, three-pointers. 90. In 98. Get the fuck out of here with that. He's not taking me. How are you t- – you, know you know the era that he was playing in, though. That, like, his what era I'm saying was, is oh, I don't think it's fair to just bring him to 20 – we're going to get to this, but I don't think it's fair to bring him to 2020 and say that he would just be total fire and he would be shooting – if he shot fucking 12 threes, he's making nine of them at least. Time out, Russell. Time out, Russell, because you want to totally disregard this, I guess. But um, let you see that that thing over, like not not the three, but it says two and it says a P and a percentage. What is his two-point shot percentage? He's shooting over 50 for most of his career. Yeah, that's good. I'm saying he's, he's, he's an efficient mid-range. shooter. Like there's no he way that he's not going to – Huh? Michael Jordan, also elite mid-range shooter. I wouldn't call him a three killer. Yeah, but he wasn't. He wasn't also. He didn't have good percentages at the three point line like like um, Larry does. I'm just Not saying. I think the percentage points are a little. I don't think we should be looking at him because of the low. But, but you look at if you look at a, the next elite player who's supposed to be a good shooter, who, who's MJ, and you compare the the three point shooting, it, it's not even close. Larry's a significantly better three point shooter than MJ is. I guess. I, I just think. I mean, you gotta okay. take the into consideration that because if we go to Michael, I bet if I go to Michael Jordan's, I bet you I could find a year where he hit over one hundred threes and shot a decent percentage from three. But you, and now you're t- now you're taking away the whole era thing. Like you have you have by that. It's not. It's not like three point line coming. Not like Michael Jordan plays now. No, but I'm saying like as as the as time progresses, people are like, oh, you know, we probably shouldn't use this three point line a little more. Yeah, but he, like, that's when Reggie Miller started becoming a thing. That's when Ray Allen, you, you know, the Michael like, Jordan wasn't thinking like that. Is my point. Hundred eleven. So he's got two over a hundred. Ten years later than Larry, and he shot a better percentage. That's when the three. Oh, you're gonna totally disregard that the three point line went down that year. <laughs> 
But yeah, yeah uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> Don't let them sway you, audience. <laughs> Larry Bird loses in the finals to Magic Johnson in 1985. And then the 1986 season, we have the potential GOAT team ever, according to some people, of the Boston Celtics 1986 leading into the finals. So, a lot of people consider this the best team of all time. Of all time. A lot of people. They're obviously the Bulls and the Warriors and people like that uh, state some sort of claim to that. But, and I'm going to pull it up right here. This is the this is the greatest passing team that's ever existed. You had two of the smartest basketball guys in the history of the league in Bill Walton and uh, what do you call Bill in Bill Walton and Larry Bird. They were forty and one at home, which is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but all these highlights that you're about to see right here, are just passing wizardry. Everything they did was about making the extra packs. And it's like when you when you watch the highlights happen, like you're you say to yourself This was pretty much like the Spurs on crack. You could put but this is what I was about to say. You say to yourself, this team could literally be dropped into any era, play the exact same way. Don't need more threes. They don't need more you know what I mean? They yeah, don't have rush, to, they, yeah. They don't have to change their game to for the era. And yeah, and it's not like and my whole thing is like I think even if they did have to change their game, they have players like like I know you I know we were just we were just arguing it, but but I think Larry I think Larry in any era is gonna be could be a shooter if he has if that's what he has to work on. So I think even if you if you put him in any era, they'll they'd be so great and they'd adjust. I think uh yeah, but look at all these pets. It's just find the guy and score. Like, it doesn't matter who scores. It's just find the guy, get the bucket. That's it. All these passes are super, super fluent and easy. Yeah. It's all, and it, yeah, it's it definitely not, they're not, you could tell they're not um, forcing, forcing anything. No, it's all cut. It's, it's literally all, always constant movement. You could even, even if you had a good shot, yeah. Fucking. If I watch Philly to this day with Simmons and Embiid, they just fucking stand around and they don't do anything on offense. They just wait for the yeah. fucking ball. And when JJ was on the team, it was just JJ running around screens, and that was it. That's yeah. the fucking offense. Like, and like, it's easy to stop. This shit, you can't. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah. You don't know where the ball's gonna be. The ball, the ball travels faster than the body. So when you're passing like that, it's just too. It's like. It's bewildering. Um, and and I think I think history has proven like whenever you find the team that passes like that, they win. Yeah, like even to like a lesser extent, those Celtics in um, what was it, two thousand eighteen, with um, with Brad Stevens, uh -huh. they were pat, they were pretty much just passing the ball fluently, and they were winning like that that style wins games easily and series. So they expect to go up against the Lakers in this NBA Finals again. 
right? But they get the Lakers get upset on this crazy shot, this crazy buzzer beater. Oh, yeah. it, it like it like hits the top of the back iron and then it it goes out. It's so ridiculous. Uh, and they lose. The Lakers lose to. Oh, I'll just leave it here. The Lakers yeah. lose to uh, the the Rockets. So it's it is Celtics Rockets in the '86 Finals and. Larry Bird, this is the closeout game, what we're seeing right here. Um, Larry Bird had a triple-double in the closeout game, and he believes that this right here is his apex great moment. This is what he believes is he, – he believes he should have quit after this game, and this is the best game of basketball he's personally ever played. I think it's 29, 12, and 11. Uh, not the not most elite shooting, but he's just everywhere. And on defense, you can see him moving around and like he he's literally everywhere on the floor. He beats Akeem Olajuwon in a jump ball, which we're going to see here in a minute. Um, completely, completely, uh, and utterly dominant. He he was he, like literally, and he and he, they were saying it throughout the game. It was just it wasn't like. It was a, a like a extremely dominant game. If you're watching it, it was just he was just smart outsmarting everyone on the yeah. court, and he was just at the right spots at the right moment. Like he was ready for that steal. Like he he knew he knew what he had to do at every yeah. single moment. And at least that's why he was explaining and in looks, the documentary. It looks that way when you watch it, when you're watching it back. Like when you watch, like it just looks like he's in the zone, even yeah. though like. Even though it's not, he's not hitting every shot. Like defensively, you could just tell he's literally everywhere. Yeah. He's just he's just running, and it's just like hard to beat. Hard to fucking beat when you are. Uh... Look at that look. That's game six. That's a mean right? motherfucker right there. And I mean, he he had a pretty decent game too. It was twenty nine twelve. Yeah. He shot. He he, he shot forty. Um, what were you saying? He, I was, he, he had, I mean, he only shot two threes. I mean, three threes. So I was, I was going to say he, he shot 67%. From <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, like he shot, like he shot 11 free throws. Made, I mean, he shot 12 free throws, made 11. Like he, he was just, he was just on point that whole game. Mm-hmm. He had two, what, what is it? Is that two still? Oh, no. Oh yeah, three steals that game. Three steals. But everything he's getting under the rim. Look at ooh, pump fake so real. It's literally just him outsmarting everyone. Um but this was the closeout game. And he he obviously won finals MVP. This time he got he got his finals MVP, right? He got yeah. uh <clears throat> what I mean there's no way he could he couldn't have. He seemed like he was wild and everything. 24 points, 9.5 assists per game, 9.7 rebounds per game. So almost a triple double. Unbelievable. Almost became the first person. It couldn't have been LeBron. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, (laughs) He. This is this is his. So to me, based on everything that I've heard him say, and everything that. 
uh, I've looked into. To me, this is his best game. This is the this is his apex rate moment. He, yeah. I don't think there's any point in his career where he played like you can you can bring up certain things like where he scored 47 left-handed or not 47, but I think yeah. 40 left-handed in Portland. Uh, but that was a regular season game. This is the closeout game of the NBA Finals. Uh, yeah, this is, yeah, this is this is easily one of his big one of his big the bigger games and um, like it's just at the right moment at the right time yeah. having a huge game it's or, all coming together yeah and, and he just feels like he's pretty much owning the pace of the game he's owning he's owning everything of the game you know like yeah. I think that's what a lot of people said about um, <laughs> look at that this man dribbles backwards yeah. and runs all the way to the three point line what fucking no yeah. and then you try to say he can't shoot here you go <clears throat> uh yeah. quit right there easily uh, credit to Basketball Reference, or not Basketball Reference, uh, credit to the Book of Basketball YouTube channel for this video. Uh, puts out great shit. But, uh, so Larry was just walling, is what you're telling okay. me. Okay, so oh, go ahead, Larry. after 87 with the loss to Magic Johnson, we then get into the 87-88 season, right? And then Larry Bird has really one big flare that season, and that's a shootout with Dominique Wilkins because he's dealing with back problems the whole 87-88 season. Okay, so actually I wanted to get that game up. So can we – actually, Link, can you take uh, – Just that game? use the game. I have no, the no. game. <clears throat> no, I'm getting stats first. Yeah, I'm oh. saying the first game, yeah. Stop touching. 30, 38 – points five rebounds i opened the new tab no what i've noticed about larry bird through these stats he doesn't only do things on offense and i think that to like younger newer fans would throw a lot of people off you know what i mean like you i think they wouldn't notice how great he was because they always just care about the sport and a lot of other little shit repeat that what what do you mean? So, like, he was he was a, he was a good scorer, but he did so much other stuff that he might ha- not have a um, like a big scoring game, but they'll still win the game because of all the other little shit that he does. Um, and I think a lot of like newer fans or like casual fans will look at that and they wouldn't think he's as great. Like, like for instance, like the first game against the. Um, the, the Hawks, he he has a 38-5-8 game. And I feel like newer fans, or if you're like just watching for the first time, you'd be like, oh, my God, this guy is so great. But then the next game, they win, they win by more points, and he's scored, he has a 16-8-6 game. And, like, yeah, he didn't do that much on offense, but he does, he, he probably, like, facilitated more he he like ran he could have done so much more things throughout the game that just points wouldn't show and i think yeah. people kind of like like when you look at the series it doesn't look as dominant you see like two three 30 point games out of the seven game series like you see players like lebron kobe stuff like that score so much you look at that kind of greatness and dominance you don't look at all the other little shit 
And I think him and Magic did that a lot, where they made their teammates better more than they cared about themselves scoring all the time. Yeah, well, that's what made them, that's what a lot of people, why a lot of people said, even though, uh, I guess, in terms of how they scored was a little different. Um, Outside of how they scored, they had the same game. Yeah. Um, They passed, they got rebounds, they did everything. Uh, There's a cut that, like, LeBron is like that today. Only the elite of the elite can hit that point where they're doing everything in today's game. Yeah. Uh, but it's what people – but this is something I wanted to talk to you about, and this is kind of why I bring this particular game up more than anything. Um, the biggest thing that – I think the biggest Achilles heel for Larry Bird is guarding athletic wings. And this is a great example of such. Neek absolutely torches Larry Bird. Like, Larry Bird has 34, right? And he shot unbelievably. Yeah. 24 from the field. He was taking all kinds of mid-range shots, and they went right at each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they went right at each other, so we're going to get to the highlights now. But it was a lot of, like... What do you call it? Like, look at these open shots. It's a lot of going back and forth, but um, I just don't know what Larry Bird does in today's league against a guy in Dominique Wilkins who is basically the prototype for today's win. Like, in terms of raw athleticism. Like, back then, nobody saw anybody that like Dominique doing things. Now, yeah. Dominique's athleticism is like, yeah, it's pretty much, you know, Average good player. Athleticism. You know what I mean? Like, I guess, but I mean, like, you still have to have the talent. Like, no, no, no. no, 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 no. Dominique Wilkins is super talented, and he's a very good player. I'm not trying to say he's bad. What I'm saying is, his his athleticism stood out way more back then than it would now, I think. I can see that. All the other guys in the league that are such freak athletes. Yeah, I could see that. So when we bring him, and we're going to do this a little later in the show, when we bring him up to 2020 and up to the the future and uh, take our picks for how we would fare, this is the one thing that I look at where I'm like, I just don't know what he does every night against guys like this. Like. I think, and we'll get we'll get to that when we get to it. But um, yeah, I, I think he'll I think he'll be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll be good. Yeah, I think he'll be just fine. Because I don't so, think it's there's so to, basketball in itself is all about you know like um they especially in today's game where. They know that you have players who aren't great defenders, so what they they just have schemes to to manipulate that. And I think any, I think a lot, I think there's some great players that go through that where you you might not be the most athletic or the, the greatest defender, um, but they have schemes so that you don't get put in those tight situations. Like that's what they did with Steph. They did that with Dirk a lot. 
like, I, like I, I feel like he'll be just fine because I think if he's that he's that great of a player, you're gonna build around him and you're gonna make it work. Question. Uh, yeah. So, your basis for saying Larry Bird would have a hard time guarding people in today's era is putting up a deteriorating 1987 Larry Bird against Dominique Wilkins. How did he guard him before he was deteriorating? Talk your shit. Talk your shit, Liz. I didn't even think about that. Talk your shit. That's what I'm You're talking welcome, about. Mario. You're Thank welcome. you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I wasn't even... I was, I, I was just going to bring him up with the other facts, but we good. Like, seriously. Yeah, talk your shit. You literally said from the very beginning, like, he had a messed up back and everything. This is his last big game. You're talking all mm-hmm. this shit. No, no, no. Yeah. So, so, so how are you going to... I want to hear your rebuttal. Let's move on. What's the next time? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I like that. Thank you. This is the last game we're going to talk about here in the career of Larry Bird. Uh, 1991, he is well past his prime. Um, during that season, what do you call it? During that season, that's crazy. That's how beat up they were back then. Like how beat up they got back then. Because what that would have been his, like that's that's like his eleventh season, or, or yeah, right. That's that's his eleventh season. So he made the all star season, twelfth season. Okay. He okay. made the all star team out of what I would imagine is nothing other than respect. It's nineteen. 19- yeah. 1980, oh, well, 1980. I mean, 1987 was pretty decent. But he's shooting. I mean, it's definitely all-star level. Hey, look at this. We made it. We made it over 1-3 per game. Unbelievable. He had to. Finally. <laughs> My man was like, you know, I got to keep got up. a couple there. up here in the late 80s, but these last two seasons, yeah, he had no choice. He's like, I, I can't get yeah. in there. He's like, I can't run anymore. But look, he's only played, playing 60 played only sixty games. games yeah. Um, you know, just a very out of his prime, Larry Bird. Not the guy we see up here winning MVPs. Not yeah, that for guy. Sure. Uh, what do you call it? But the reason why I want to talk about this game is because of what happens right here. We got to talk about this moment. The ball pop. This is a classic Larry moment. Boom. Just, just, Head just smacks the floor. 2020, that motherfucker is out for a week. Mm-hmm. He's out for a week. He guys, and the, guys today don't get the opportunity to make a great moment like this. Here's a, this is another. In the playoffs, though? I don't know. In the playoffs. Oh, are you kidding me, Dario? In a, in, a, in a scenario where you're obviously concussed, you're not coming back in the game. Period. That's true. Concuss, yeah. But I mean, like, so they they come they come without um they come back into the game, like, um, with medical like when there's medical advice that says otherwise. I feel like I've seen players do that. Yes, but not anymore with a concussion. That would just never happen. Yeah, yeah. Especially with the CTE and all the yeah, stuff that would, it would never yeah. ever happen. The yeah. sports, sports as a whole, not basketball so much, but sports as a whole, be it football, combat, whatever. Uh, uh, hockey, uh, 
definitely take their fair share of shit for that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like NBA doesn't. Really, I feel like NBA never really doesn't really have much of a concussion protocol. Though. I, I feel like I haven't seen oh, much do. players get. Definitely, I'm a thousand percent sure that they have a whole. I know they do because, like, I remember Carmelo got got um concussed one game, and they they asked him to say the ABCs backwards, and he says, "I don't know how to do that when I'm normal." <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I cannot do that. <laughs> no chance for me. Oh, but dude, man. look at all like he comes. He comes back. He starts doing. He starts just like ball faking people. Like he can barely move, and people like he was literally the, just a. The only way I can compare this to you, Dario, is this happens a lot in fighting and boxing and MMA, where uh, the the old lion comes to fight the young lion, right? And the old lion's yeah. out of his prime, right? Like Anderson Silva versus uh, Israel Adesanya is a good example of this. I'll explain the whole thing. So. Anderson Silva, widely considered the greatest MMA uh, fighter of all time. Definitely the best middleweight. He's known for all his crazy striking. Like, he can yeah. knock shit. He, he, he's sick, right? The yeah. guy he fought is like, this generation's him, right? So, like, it was a meeting of the eras. And oh, what happened was the young guy just gave him too much respect. Like, he was just fought, he was just like... He was timid and like waiting to strike. And the same kind of shit is happening to Larry Bird in this game. There's a lot of like Larry Bird doing ball fakes. Like people are just giving him the Larry Bird respect. So here you go. Out. Concussed. Yep. Very dead. Look how dead yeah. he is. My man. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, let's get a quick bucket. Yeah. My man Larry Bird's still dead. Uh, slowly coming back to life now. And they were like even Indiana play, um, players were helping them up. Yep. And at that time, that's not that's normal. Oh. Yeah, that's crazy. That hurts, man. That hurts to watch. Fucking, that's hardwood. It's that old park. That's like old parquet floor. Yeah, it looks very painful. But so fifteen. This, 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 he's gonna finish with thirty-two. So he's got 15 more <laughs> points to get after this. Yeah. Great. And he, he finished with, with, with 32, 9, and 7. So and this he, he definitely played like a normal game after. after. Yeah. But that's, this is literally like, this is why he was such a great player to begin with. It's just that hustle. Like, you never seen stars hustle that much. Like, really. Or when they do, they always stand out. Yeah. Yeah, because they're always like, oh, look, a star of that caliber. But he did that all the time. He was no, literally like bad. the scrappy guy all the time. And that, and little, and we'll talk. We'll definitely talk about this when we, when we um, compare him in different eras. But that's the main thing about him is that is that fight that he has that I think that makes him different than, like him being superstar caliber and then also doing all of that shit, like all of the little scrappy shit, the the fifty fifty balls. He runs after all of that. And that that shit matters, especially like still in today's NBA, that still matters. Yeah. Like think about think about those players. Like like you look at uh um what's this dude's name from Toronto last year? Um 
Van Fleet. Like he was like the little scrappy dude that like like but it's Larry. Like it's fucking it's their superstar. It's like his, their Kawhi. Like imagine if Kawhi was doing that. Like it would be like why like why are you doing that? Like you don't have to. Like you're the star. But he's that yeah. But I think that's wow. This is so early in the third quarter. So he played essentially the the entire second half with a massive concussion. <laughs> Yeah, because that shit looked like it fucking hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying. I would have been knocked out for sure. I just don't know. But adrenaline, man. Adrenaline helps, and they probably give him some type of drugs, too. No. They had cocaine back then. He was already on drugs because of that. Yeah. Um, But you got to think, oh, look, young Reggie. Um. But I, I just think – I think about this a lot with our – like the athletes from our past. Like they had so many more opportunities like that. Like athletes don't get the opportunity to play through injury like they used to anymore. Like I'm not saying it's good or bad, but I am saying it's a thing. And I think it helps with uh, – I think it helps with a fan's emotional connection to the player. <clears throat> and I think that's why like all these guys from the past are like – so considered so much more iconic than the ones that we have today. Mm-hmm. Like, like, um, and I don't. Th- I think it's gonna, that's going to stop with today's players for sure because <clears throat> they're starting. And that was kind of like a Greg Popovich thing. I feel like he he's the one that kind of started that. The, nah, Jerry Sloan really did it because you know John Stockton only played thirty minutes a game for most of his career. Really, I yeah. did not know that. That's how they. That's how he played twenty years. He, he played like thirty-two minutes a game, something like that. Something like you'd be surprised how like not that many, but gotcha. not Larry. Not, Larry's out there forty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he had two forty-seven-minute games. Yeah, the in this uh, series. Oh uh, no, not maybe it wasn't this series. Um, the say. last game he, he wait. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong one. This game, he thirty three. Uh, I was I, I was looking at the the series before that we were talking about the um the Atlanta series. Yeah, Atlanta he played thirty three minutes in this final game. Pretty much, average like forty five minutes a game in Atlanta. It's <clears throat> ridiculous. Um, we could get his minutes right. Yeah, he played. He played the second most minutes of anybody on the team. So he's still, he's still fucking, okay, this is advanced stat, basic stats, minutes played. So he's still playing 38 minutes a game. Here we go. That's crazy. Like, 28 and 8. That's insane. With a steal. He can barely move. So um, like, and then you come, <laughs> that, this man, he's, he's a beast. He's a freaking monster. <laughs> He's a freaking monster. I don't. I don't know what else to say. He freaking does. He does everything. He literally does everything. And he's like fucking old as hell at this point. Hey guys, if you like what you heard, be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Just type in Apex Greatness on YouTube to see everything we put out this year, from legacy breakdowns to current NBA and NFL content. We have over 150 videos to binge if you're that type of person, or just to listen to in your spare time. We have about two to five hours of new content every week. Check us out. Later.